to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby, welcome. No, no, Welcome, baby, welcome. Welcome to the party, bong bong. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. AKA the milkman, because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasting. It's episode 101. We triumphed over the weekend with a huge um, centennial edition of Welcome to the Potty. And we've got housemate Dan in the building today. Hey, mate, what's up? Haven't done a midweek episode before. Really? I don't think so. I think it's only Saturdays, but ah. I'm like that. We've got our beers, we've got our potties, we've mid-week got our beers. <laughs> Midweek beers. Yeah, not bad. Mm. How's your week going? It's going real slow. Real well, slow. At the moment, right now, it's only Tuesday, so that sucks. Yeah, it's unreal. To go. Wednesday, as the people will hear it, but yeah, it's it's been fucked. Um, Roger the ripped kangaroo died. Wait, that's not the same kangaroo that was beating up some uh, some country guy's dog that he jumped in and saved, was it? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. Just oh. this fucking staunch, <laughs> staunch fucking kangaroo. Oh, oh, I think it was probably something different than yeah, I was talking about. Yeah, so he, well, he he went viral and he's, oh. he's like mad famous and he died. Uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but oh, that's um, rest in peace to Roger. Uh, I go to the gym every day. Uh, Roger, Were you as ripped as Roger? Roger never goes to the gym. <laughs> and <laughs> he is ripped. absolutely fucking staunch. So I guess I've just got to start eating like fucking... Uh, grass or I don't know yeah I pellets guess so. I've got no idea they don't eat meat I don't think no no they're friendly little boy girls boy, little boy girl men yeah mm. yeah and we're looking for a new house yes yes so the uh, the owners have moved back to Adelaide um, they want us out ASAP but we're protected by our lease so we can really move whenever we want up until August yeah yeah but we're looking See if something pops up. Have a perv. Got to open tomorrow, mm. so... Looks alright. See how a, it goes. Yeah, have a quick squiz there. Um, I saw... Okay, this is old news by now, but... What's his name? Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. He's stepped down from being the host of the Oscars, which is, you know, a pretty prestigious deal. Mm. Um, but because... Uh, you know, people started pulling up tweets from t- 2010 and 2011, which he's already apologised for... And they wanted him to apologize again. He wasn't and, willing. And he just said, I'm not... Good on him. I've, yeah, I've already done this. Yeah. Um, I've addressed this stuff. And, um, you know, we're not going to we're not gonna keep doing this. So I'm going to step down from hosting the Oscars. Mm. And good luck with whoever you find. And, I mean, he wasn't an asshole about it. But I think stick to your guns. Because it's just getting too politically correct yeah. uh, here. And now my, my concern is, whoever they replace him with, is it going to be like that, uh, you know, like that... Nanette Gadsby or whatever her name is from um, Netflix. She's got a Netflix special. She's like a lesbian and uh, is she tra- yeah, transgender lesbian? Oh God knows, God knows what yeah, anybody knows? is. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that appeals to I but don't know, well less than, appeals everyone. to less than fifty percent. Yeah, and so what happens then to everyone else that's not going to be happy? Because one guy fucking wasn't happy about a couple of tweets and we got rid of Kevin Hart and yeah, wasn't take much. Does want, it? 60% of the people to be like, oh, why are we listening to this fucking political bullshit on a night that we're supposed to be celebrating mm. the tradition of film and the success of these actors instead we're doing all this political bullshit. <laughs> and I actually saw that whoever the host of Wheel of Fortune is uh, in the US, he's like 72 years old, 
He tweeted, I've got an idea for you. Split the Oscars over two nights. First night, we can do what we're supposed to do and oh, actually yeah. celebrate film. Yeah, yeah. And on the second night, you guys can have your fucking political rally. See how many people chime into that compared to the first night. Yeah. That's an interesting idea because you've reminded me of what we were talking about the last episode I was on, you know, about the Victoria's Secret, like, whatever it was. It was a CFO or some shit. I can't remember. But that there was, like, backlash about his statements for not wanting to turn the show into or introduce transgender or oversized models into it, and, like, then he ended up stepping down. It's just like, okay, now that, yes, now him, Kevin Hart, people are getting pushed out of positions because they don't want to appeal to, your, yeah, you're right, the minority. Yeah. And it's like, fucking hell. Not not everything that everyone does is for everyone. No. It's just for their audience, whoever that audience might be. Yeah, and but, I guess I had, I had a solution, uh, and it was that... Uh, they should replace Kevin Hart with Kawhi Leonard <laughs> because he is a robot. Doesn't do anything wrong. He will, yeah, he'll just go up there and be like, uh, welcome everybody to the 2019 Academy Awards. Uh, the winner I, is. I hope everybody has a fun time. Uh, <laughs> and the nominees are... <laughs> and no one's going to get their feelings hurt except Kawhi Leonard because Twitter will explode on him. Yeah. No Bruno. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I think that's their best bet Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Hart would have been like he would have been really good he's the most family friendly comedian like there is yeah. he's in movies with The Rock for God's sake The tell me one movie you've seen where The Rock has fucked somebody I don't know I can't tell you nay movies no, yeah zero movies. he won't do it yeah he's got this movie coming Welcome out to the jungle that yeah. was good he's got this movie coming out Hobbs and Shaw with J- Jason Statham oh yeah and I can guarantee this is what's going to happen. It's going to be action-packed. The Rock's going to be huge. He's going to fuck no one. And Jason Statham is going to fuck somebody. Guaranteed. I'll put I'll put three grand on that. Hey, oh, Jason Statham. He was a uh, crank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he definitely fucked someone in that movie. That was hilarious. He's going to fuck someone and The Rock is not. Because he won't. Yeah, because he's The a Rock should guy. host it. Maybe The Rock will be the best bet. Actually, there you go. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, Maybe, will. imagine that. Imagine well, if you've just called it. Yeah, but what's he no, going to do? this. What time is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, been no announcements at this time. You heard it here first at the Welcome to the Party podcast. The Rock's hosting the Oscars. The Rock <laughs> is hosting, co-hosted by Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> co-hosted by Kawhi Leonard. The Rock's just going to go up there with that fucking super white smile, and then Kawhi Leonard's just oh. going to have a straight face, and be like, I'm a fun guy. Um, mm. But I think... Well, The Rock's probably nominated for something, knowing him. Like, he's been in 400 movies this year, so, mm. you know, it's a numbers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be reading out himself. Yeah. And all of his rewards. And the winner and is... going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> La La Land. What, I mean, you, The Rock. <laughs> what have you said lately? We were watching something, I can't remember what it is, but we are watching something, and one of the actors had, like, the exact same accent as Jason Statham. Uh, what were we watching? Oh, yeah. It was, um, we're watching Safe on Netflix and it oh, was... Oh, the guy from White Gold. The dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from yeah. White... Yeah, and he's from White Gold as well. He sounds like exactly like him. They must be from the same like the same place, yeah. Well, while we're fucking talking about Safe, let's just hit Clay's reviews and get that out of the way. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. So safe. We knocked that out in what two weeks on yeah, Netflix, weeks. about eight episodes, eight episodes long. Episodes, yeah. Um, and British British drama mystery. 
it's not it's not really a thriller. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a thriller. Yeah, drama. Um, yeah, drama mystery. Bloody, I don't know the actor's name, but he is Dexter from the mm. American series. I now don't know whether he's British or American because yeah, both of his up their accents, accents right are spot on. Yeah. Um, but he was good. Uh, he still had that kind of sociopathic serial killer face. Like his daughter gets taken. Mm-hmm. We don't see him cry once. Mm. Uh, we don't really see him stress out. He's at on a mission. Oh yeah. He's on a mission, but yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Not, um, mm. his daughter's boyfriend's dead. And he's still sort of just like real calm and real, just no emotion, not, no like anger, no sadness, no happiness, just nothing. And I was just like, maybe this fucking guy is Dexter. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen Dexter, but you did explain it to me when you said that. So yeah. I kind of get the gist, but yeah, I don't know. He's a doctor. I don't know if that, I don't know if they like become emotionally immune to just things. Mm, well, surgeon, he's a surgeon. Yeah. So and ex-military? Ex, yeah. Ex-medic. In the yeah, army, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, but I guess yeah, there was a little bit of emotion in the final episode mm. with the f- lemon mm. twist. There, we won't talk any further <laughs> about that. But um, no, I enjoyed it, and th- they fooled the fuck out of me. Yeah, put it, it that good. way. It was good. I uh, I will say I no more. I thought it was slow, to be honest. I wasn't sold the first maybe one or two episodes. I don't think I was as sold as you were, but it got it got real good. Oh, okay. Episodes. Yeah, yeah, I was, in, I was into it from the start. Mm. Yeah, um, but I gave it a 7.5. Fair. Yeah. Um, Pretty good. And Rachel and I watched a movie called The Wedding Guest with Justin Long, who is the... He's like the young guy in Dodgeball. Yeah. He's like I can in, picture him. He's a cheerleader. He's in Dodgeball, yeah, he's yeah. a cheerleader. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I am so tired of movies having two titles. <laughs> this one on Stan was called The Wedding Guest. And then when I looked it up on IMDb to get the uh, the art for it so I could post it on Instagram, it's called Literally Right Before Aaron because the girl in the movie marries this guy called Aaron and Justin Long, I forgot what his name is, Ryan, I think, was her boyfriend before Aaron. Literally just before Ryan is the whole title. Before Aaron, oh, yeah. Oh, just before Aaron, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, I hate that. Mm. Um... I, the dialogue felt like they, they knew what they were supposed to say, but couldn't quite say it. And the director just kept saying like, let's keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. And it just stagnated in every scene. Um, yeah. And I got, I got pretty sick of it. And then it was like, it got kind of cringeworthy, like Borat styles at the wedding. Cause the guy just like got drunk and then like tried to kiss his ex-girlfriend who was the bride on the day and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm getting you back. And she was like, no, you're not. Um, spoiler alert. But, um... <laughs> well, you don't want to watch it anyways. Yeah, no, because so I gave it. it a four out of ten. Rachel said two. Rachel, it's not Rachel's reviews. It's Clay's reviews. Mm-hmm. And two out of ten, like, has to actually be, like, borderline unwatchable. Yeah. Um, so this was a four out of ten. I did, I did find myself laughing a few times. Yeah. Throughout. Um, but yeah, um, don't watch it if you are like in some sort of situation where, um, you know, your girlfriend is expecting you to propose and you're not ready to propose. It's one of those types of movies I felt. Oh yeah. What puts the pressure on? Because of weddings. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just felt like, um, my ex boss, she was one of these people that said, 
if you haven't proposed to me, like not to me, yeah, but yeah. to her fiance yeah. or well, well boyfriend at the time, yeah. if you haven't proposed me by this date, we're breaking up. Which insanity. Which to me is not fair and ruins the fun of it all. Surprise. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- I just felt like if you've got a girlfriend like that, do not watch this movie. So, <laughs> warning to all the men out there. Also, if you like watching good movies, don't watch this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and we've just started the staircase, so yeah, that our review episode, that was good. will be coming for that. You've been watching. I saw Widows. Widows, you saw Widows. Yeah, Widows was good. Quick plug. I'll leave the review to you after you've seen it. But mm-hmm. yeah, real good movie. That was Liam Neeson. Um, I do like Neeson. And uh, the the main female actress, I I can't remember her name, but she was really really good. But yeah, uh, Widow is really, really good. Um, just a, a thriller. You would definitely call that one a thriller. Mm, I like um, thrillers. <clears throat> but no, see it for sure. Okay. Uh, what else have I been watching? What were you going to say? You've been watching that Jane Doe documentary. Oh, I am Jane Doe. Yeah, I mean, that ties in with something I'll talk about probably in the news if you plan on doing a news section. But um, uh, yeah, well. It's about, basically, it's about um, child sex trafficking. And. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. It's about child sex trafficking, and in America. The second biggest like online sales website to Craigslist or Craigslist or however the fuck they pronounce it was this site called Backpage.com, um, and there was like huge backlash from like a number of different bodies to Backpage for basically soliciting child sex selling. Mm. So like people selling like kids for sex on it, and Backpage did nothing about it. But um, yeah, I won't like. Won't spoil it for anyone, but it's a really, really good doco. Actually, it's a documentary, so it's all legit. Docu-series. Actually, docu-series. It actually, all this stuff actually happened, and um, Backpage is a very, very, or was a very, very evil um, website. But it, but acted exactly the way that like Craigslist does, um, just with like an additional section. So yeah, it was, it's pretty. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I've caught bits and pieces of it while you've been watching it. And the dude, I think he was in charge of he Backpage. Was the CEO. Yeah. His posture, he actually looked like a fucking um, guy that would sell children yeah. for sex. Like he just looked, if if I closed my, if I was blind for my whole life and then I opened my eyes yeah. and he was, I mean, well, didn't open my eyes, but I could see again yeah, yeah. or for the first time. If I could see for the very first time yeah. and he was in front of me, I'd be like, oh my God, he sells kids for sex. Oh, That's what he looks like. Yeah. So he, yeah. So it's an interesting story what happens with him as well. And we haven't quite finished it yet, but I'm connecting the dots and yeah, it was pretty bad. But like there was one point in it, it's not really much of a spoiler, but there was one point in it where like the Senate or something subpoenaed him to come in and explain how this particular section of the site works. And he just ignored the subpoena and didn't rock up. So they've called him to like the stand or, or whatever they call it. Um, I think it was his name, Carl Ferrer or something like that. Yeah, Carl Ferrer, I reckon it was. He was the CEO. And yeah, just no one shows up and they're like, this is the first time in 20 years or something. Um, there was a senator called McCain. I think he recently passed away. But <clears throat> he was like, first time in 20 years this has happened. It just doesn't, doesn't happen. People don't rock up when we subpoena them. Obviously, it's pretty important. So mm. yeah, it was crazy. Really, really interesting docuseries. So I am Jane Doe. It's a story of um, at least three girls who were basically kidnapped as children um, and went into like child sex rings and basically just sold off to people on backpage.com. So people were just having sex with kids. So there is a new story that I'll talk about later that ties in with that, but yeah. It's... So are they all... Are they like... 
Are you just a pedo and you don't want to you don't want to go to the the park and snatch a kid? You just so you just buy them on the internet? Is that? I the, guess so. And like, so the, how, do they take do they kidnap these kids and drug them up and then put them on this site? That, that literally exactly what happens. So the kids are kidnapped from one place or another, whether it be walk home from school or whatever. Yeah, they're completely drugged and they're just emotionally abused to the point where they think that it's their fault or they're worthless. And I mean, like whether they're even capable of refusing or not, it doesn't matter. Like they just will be sold on the site under like, it doesn't, obviously it doesn't just blatantly say 10 year old sex slave for sale. Like the, the, and that's why the site came under so much scrutiny is because like it would almost actively help people write ads that would go under the radar. Like, like an escort service or something. Exactly. Like an escort service or something like that. Or it would be like, there'd be some form of code that meant underage that didn't actually say the, like the words underage. So people knew what they were buying. So they, yeah, there were freaks out there that were like, sweet, this code means it's a child. That's what I want. So pay for that one. And, um, and yeah, it was, I guess it was like still trying not to spoil too much, but it was, uh, the site was accused of helping people write the ads so that they did fly under the radar. So, um, basically the reason it was so big is because Craigslist had like full market share of selling just like normal goods and services, like anything basically regular that you could find, um, for sale was on Craigslist. Um, and while backpage.com had like a similar service, you could just sell like normal stuff on there. Um, it was not as big as Craigslist in that regard, but it dominated the market in, um, adult services specifically. So it was some like, I don't know, it was something like 80% of the market um, from Backpage.com um, or its market share in adult services. That, that's what it sort of held. But it was obviously accused of having a large majority of that, not adult services, but child sex slaves. <laughs> All right. Well, I've just pulled up um, Craigslist Adelaide and I've gone <laughs> to Miss Connections. So let me... Tell you what this says. <laughs> this is this is what Craigslist is. Looking for the very cute guy at this morning around seven a.m. You were with two older, two other older guys. One of them said something to me as I was walking in, and I smiled at you, but was too shy to say anything. You guys waited in the parking lot for a bit, but were gone by the time I left. Wondering if you're single and use do do naughty for dating. If you're interested in seeing me again too, send me an email back with my hair color and roughly what I was wearing. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Hey, guess what? Everyone's going to contact you with unsolicited services or offers like, Hey, BB, you want to see, <laughs> you want to see my cock? You have nice booby, BB. I didn't even realize that Craigslist was present in... Australia or Adelaide for that matter. Like, who would check it often enough to see an ad like that? Yeah, and that's the thing. This is the only add on here and it's from the 4th of November. Oh, okay. So it's not that big it's not that over fun. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, this is, this is what we're talking about. This is the kind of desperation we are talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, this is, I, can, I, I cannot stress enough to the females out there who feel like Craigslist might be a good idea. It's not. You will, you will end up in a, in a barrel in Snowtown <laughs> and I, I, I implore you not to, do, to use misconnections. Mm. Uh, there is a reason why there are documentaries like this. Yeah. Okay. So please get, get the fuck off Tinder because that's no good. It's just not, you're not meeting Mr. Right on Tinder. I met a couple that told me 
that they were so happy they met each other on Tinder and they were match made in heaven. Hey, guess what? They broke up. <laughs> well, you've just crushed like, you know, what, what's your women, women population of listers? Maybe like 20%. Let's uh, say 20. I have, no, I I have at least 13 or 14 20%. female listers. <laughs> yeah. You just crushed all their dreams. Let me tell you. Go to a coffee shop and sit in there like this bitch did, but instead of going on missed connections, just fucking say something or unbutton your top button or something like that. Yeah. Someone's going to talk to you. Go to the library. Find a nerdy guy that's not going to cheat on you. <laughs> go to, you know, go to the park. Go to the dog park. Fuck. That's easy money. Oh, what is it? Triple M? Easy money. That's what I fucking thought. It's easy money. Go to the fucking dog park. There you go. I gave you three locations. I want all... Especially if you don't have a dog. Yeah. Just, just go there. I want 13 or 14 of my uh, female listeners to try it out. Go to the coffee shop, library, and dog park. And... Um, see how you go. And yeah, see how you go. And get back to me. Welcome to the potty at gmail.com. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, I think... Let's move into the, the story that relates to... Uh, Oh, uh, I am Jane Doe. Yes. So, n- news story? I don't really have any news today. Oh, okay, so. alright. Well, yeah. So, um, I'm not really sure how to say her name. I'm going to try. Sintoya? Sintoya Brown? Um, <clears throat> That's a... That is what I would say is a racially ambiguous name, and it sounds like a liberal snowflake. But, keep going. Sintoya Brown was a... I'm going to regret saying that. W- was a black... 16 year old at the time of this case yes. <laughs> yeah. yes um but basically what happened was she uh had a rough upbringing i think she was you know there's a bit, a bit of rape and stuff going on there uh, i'm not sure what happened to her parents but she was ended, she ended up being fostered out um i think she was abused by foster parents it's just awful awful upbringing um mother drugs and, and cigarettes and alcohol i think um it was found that she had like a um, she was on, or everyone's on the spectrum. That's why it's a spectrum. But she was far along on the spectrum because of um, alcohol during pregnancy and Fetal all this kind of shit. alcohol syndrome. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There you go. Um, so she was just, she had a rough time from the get-go. Mm. Like from, <clears throat> from the get-go. Anyways, when she was 16, she was, I don't know if you want to say hanging out, but whatever. She had this, this bloke called Cutthroat. He was a 26-year-old. Um, who abused her and raped her, I guess, whenever he felt like it. But he was basically what you'd call her pimp. <clears throat> and That he, won't do. No. And he he hooked her up with a, I think it was a 41-year-old, I don't know, someone. Um, his name was Johnny... Johnny something. <clears throat> Sorry for all the unsourced information here. But it's Johnny's, all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Podcast. Johnny something, he was in his 40s, that is sourced. And he bought her as a 16-year-old to have sex with. So, again, child sex trafficking, that's why it related to the I Am Jane Doe thing. This is... Well, so was I Jane. This is a real thing. And he she killed him. So they rocked up to his house. She saw guns. Um, they were probably having a bit of an argument or whatever. And he apparently, or supposedly, bent down and reached underneath his bed, at which time she pulled out a hand pistol, uh, a pistol out of her purse and shot him in the back of the head and killed him. She says in self-defense, which... It kind tell, of, tell me how... What the fuck else is it? Yeah, well, yeah, so she says self-defense. He hadn't done anything, I suppose, yet, but she saw guns. He bought her for sex. It was obviously rape. She was 16, didn't want to do it. Like, it was, yeah, so you're right. It was self-defense. <clears throat> but it's not like, you know, they were, like, tangled up in a fire and she, like, somehow managed to grab the gun. That's what I meant. Like, he hadn't, he didn't have his hands on her. He was reaching underneath the bed to get something. Who Self, knows what it was. Self-prevents. 
That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she could see what was coming, I suppose, maybe. Anyways, he's dead. Well, she didn't want to see who was coming. He's dead, and she is Don't let that go over your head, people. Currently Easy serving money. A, 50, oh, a 60-year term in prison for first-degree murder. First-degree murder, but she was a minor. She was tried as an adult. Of course, you know why? Because <clears throat> she was Centoya Brown and she was a black child. Correct. <clears throat> Only black children get fucking tried as adults. So there's been obviously like an outpour of just like what the fuck is the judicial system doing with this nonsense? How the fuck does a 16-year-old girl get a 60-year sentence? So life in prison with a 51-year without parole, depending on good behavior, can get out after 51 years. That's the minimum. No parole for 51 years. 60-year term, 60 term sentence, whatever. Absolutely insanity. Um, but then there's just been like this, like this, you know, online rage from everyone, including like a few celebrities. I think it was Lady Gaga or, or someone like I that. Saw, and, I saw it from D.L. Hughley. Yeah, there's a few. I reckon there's a few getting around it, and it's only gonna, it's only gonna get bigger if it's starting to come through at like our feeds and stuff in Australia. It must be everywhere in America. Well, by welcome now. to the party. We'll get on that ASAP. Oh, honey, P. And then the world will be around it. So people are pissed. Firstly, because the 16-year-old got tried as an adult and got a 60-year sentence for self-defense when she was being, well, you could probably assume about to be raped and abused and all that kind of stuff. Had been previously. It was all a bad situation. But then what makes matters worse is like when people start to compare the privileged white man to the underprivileged black girl's situation. So yes. like, so multi-millionaire Jeffrey Epstein accused of sexually assaulting dozens up to 50, I think, underage Girls? Yep. 13 months jail. Served 90 days. Uh, I don't know his name, but another wealthy man um, sexually assaulted a five-year-old girl. Got 90 days house arrest. Yep. The next one's a cop, isn't it? Colorado police officer who forced handcuffed woman he was taking home from hospital um, into into like sex and, and whatever else. Handcuffed? A handcuffed woman who he was supposed to be taking to the fucking police station he fucked her 90 days 90 days jail so we've had 13 months jail we've had 90 days house arrest we've had 90 days jail and then um the t yeah and then obviously the comparison the teen girl of color defends self from rape 51 years in prison minimum now i don't know i don't know where to go from here i don't know there's nothing, there's just nothing that can be done, especially with this administration. Um, but it's sick. It's sick that your, your race and economic status can, can allow you, uh, alternate freedoms. Yeah. 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 So you haven't seen it yet, but with, with, with widows, it was like, it was a fascinating movie for like a number of reasons. But I, I think one of the things that was quite interesting was that it's sort of played on, it's definitely a a movie, like it's a fully fictional movie, but it plays on real life sort of issues in America at the moment as well. Things like gun laws and stuff like that. But, mm. um, there was a real life, I'm not going to talk about what happens in the movie because I'll ruin it, but there was a real life situation completely different to what happens in the movie, but a similar theme, <clears throat> not to give too much away, but where, uh, I think it was a, a mall cop, uh, like a mall guard or something had almost did all like a citizen's arrest. Mm. He was of color and then when the police rocked up, they basically saw this person standing over this other person, um, holding him down, which was the actual criminal. Yeah. Um, I think who had actually gunned, gunned people down in the shopping mall or something ridiculous, like something crazy. And they shot 
the security guard that was holding him down? Yeah. What the fuck? Because it's all racial profiling. Yeah, it's crazy. It's racial profiling. It's everything there's... Um, I mean... Uh, Trayvon Martin. He was wearing a hoodie in a convenience store and the owner just thought that he was stealing something and so he shot him. Dead. Crazy. And he... The owner is just, like, out free. That's insane, yeah. George so, Zimmerman. We fucking still know your name, motherfucker. We didn't forget about you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not. So so it's an, it's interesting because, like, and again, the situation in the movie, which I'm not going to give away, is, is different but equally traumatic of a similar theme. So it's like, fuck. So, yeah, it plays on things like that. It was, it was a good movie back to that. But anyways, yeah. that's pretty much um, the end of that story. Mm. Um Another thing news related that I was just going to discuss is like there's this thing being introduced called open banking. This is Australian, only a small segment, don't worry. But open banking, basically throughout Australia, it might be the same in America, I don't know. But banks are like really like toughening up on giving out loans for houses. So it's becoming harder and harder for people to get like finance for homes, right? Right. So rent is going to go up and stuff like that's going to make it hard for us. But open banking... <clears throat> is getting introduced and basically what that means is banks are going to be like able to scrutinize your um like your your income and your spending habits far more than what they've ever been able to do oh, and, i hate that yeah i know it's yeah so what they're looking at is is um is like how much do you spend on things like uber eats and uh especially after pay and even netflix right apparently even netflix is like oh you know so it's called your your digital spending habits. That's what really the like overarching umbrella of, of spending is called. Your digital spending habits. Um, things like Uber Eats and Netflix, I don't understand. Like I've had a Spotify account for years. I service a mortgage right now and it's like fine. If I have an $11 subscription to Netflix, like who gives a fuck? I'm not out at Blockbuster hiring DVDs, yeah. which they never would have scrutinized prior. So like what the fuck is the difference? It's actually less expensive yeah. than what it would have been previously. But the thing that I don't disagree with is Afterpay. So because of this like news story, I looked up some stats on Afterpay and <clears throat> they made in the last year $28.4 million in late fee earnings. So the majority of people that use Afterpay are financially stressed, which is a horrible sign well, in itself. They're fucking teenagers. They can't 100%. afford what they're oh, buying. Exactly. It's, they- it's, it's credit card for a teenager, basically. It's, it's getting you addicted to spending before you get to the age where you can actually have a credit card then you get a credit card and you're so used to spending money you don't have it is not only the banks that are fucking cashing in on this shit but the it's now it's now small businesses and mm. or, and large businesses yeah, well, corporations because the, the small businesses get their money straight away right so like afterpay pays them you pay afterpay yeah 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 so yeah so 28.4 million dollars in late fee earnings um, which was a 365% increase like year on year this year versus last year. Right. So, and, and that's like, that trend's probably not 365%, but it's going to continue upwards, which yeah. is terrifying. Um, I don't know what the exact amount of like uh, afterpay debt was in Australia, but it did say that one quarter of the company's income was from late fees. So one quarter being 28.4 million times that by four. I don't know. It's over a hundred million, right? Yeah. No. So you don't even need like consent though for yeah. You can just be a fucking thirteen year old. I'll pay for that later. I just got the I just got the iPhone X. Yeah. That's fucking what is it? I don't know what it is outright. Six sixteen hundred? Two grand maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Depends on what size you get, I suppose. Yeah. What is what do you get paid as a thirteen year old? Fifteen bucks an hour? It's gonna take you twenty five years to pay off a fucking <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. And and so so kids, yeah, so or like 
people entering the workforce and stuff or teenagers, there's probably a large percentage of people that use it. But like the other people that would be using stuff like this are maybe like single parents or low income earners that were denied credit cards from banks. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's terrifying that the, like the socioeconomic description of these people that will be using these services. So anyways, if you are someone who can use an alternative to Afterpay, um, if you're fortunate enough to be in a position where you can buy the shit outright, do so because the whether you can like finance it or not, or if you can like take off your um, Afterpay bills on time or not, just the fact that you're actually using the service is going to be scrutinized by banks. That's what, that's my point. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't like that at all because I, you know, I do ridiculous shit with my money. I mean, I, it's not huge spends, but I mean, I do Uber Eats, I do Netflix, yeah. I do uh, Spotify. Um, yeah, digital subscriptions. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's nuts. But then, you know, it, everything, every time that I want to, um, you know, put a little, little bit on the horses or something. Yeah. They can yeah. see that. Sports yeah. bet. And they're going to be like, that is irresponsible, which yeah. it is, but not when you got a fucking strike rate like I've got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Like the afterpay thing, I totally get. But if I wasn't gonna Uber eat something and I didn't want to cook, I just like it, the, the the only difference is the five dollar delivery fee. So yeah, I guess it adds up if you're using it every night. But say it was like I don't know once a week or whatever it is. I don't even think I use it that often. But yeah, just the fact that you use it. Like if I wasn't gonna Uber eat it, I'd still go pick it up and get takeout. Me getting takeout isn't gonna change. No, it's just. It's just whether I get it fucking going and driving and spending that $5 on petrol or if I just get it delivered. That's apparently... Apparently, that's all the fucking difference. I don't so like that. So, that's all the difference in the world to I, banks. I have to say I don't like that. I have to say, I'm on the wreck. I don't like banks. And if I could put all my money in the fucking walls, I would. Because yeah. there's not enough money in the world for the amount of what people's earning. You just It's just numbers floating around everywhere saying... You got paid this much this week. Yeah, where is it? You think if everybody went to the bank today and said, I want all my money, they'd be able to fucking give it to them? No fucking way. What is happening, bro? I hate banks. I hate money. It doesn't make sense. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's not even gold. It used to be gold, which was valuable. And now it's just, what is it? Cotton? I don't know what our Australian money is made of. Ours is like plastic. Americans is, no, it's cotton. I watched a documentary and I'm speaking of docos. Um... It's wild. It's all wild, and I fucking I do not approve. Um, Speaking of money or not money, Clay twenty twenty. Crypto all time low. Bitcoin. Suck um, my dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All time low. Say, I hate to well, tell you how much I love to say I told you so. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I can't be an all time low because it would have started at nothing, but. I don't know what they meant by all-time low, but anyways, it's at an all-time low maybe for the last fucking 10 years. I don't fucking know. Anyways, all-time low. And that shit is why sites like fucking Backpage or whoever the fuck is selling it could have gotten away. See, this is the problem with crypto is like it was supposed to be untraceable and outside of the government's reach and stuff like that. We need to be able to track this shit for criminal activity. Yes, man. You're fucking 12-year-olds, man. Because you've got crypto... I don't trust you if you've got a crypto portfolio. Sorry, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry friends of mine. Yeah. But you, yeah. you're all pedos. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving along nicely. Um, now, I've done Clay in the Kitchen. Oh, yeah? Uh, I've seen it. There's been one video released. It's uh, I think it got uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's unsourced. But um, 
I could probably easily earn one or two Michelin stars with my, oh. my quality of cooking. I've never tried it, but I've seen, I've seen you cooking it. It looks nice. Yeah, there's some food sitting out there right now smelling real it Smells nice. good. Um, but I, you know, I did see a story that this woman named Dominique Crenn, she's the first woman in the United States to earn three Michelin stars. Um, so, a uh, little, little applause for, for Dominique. Um, three Michelin stars and her restaurant is called Atelier Crenn. Um, unsourced pronunciation on the first word, A-T-E-L-I-E-R. Um, but yeah, she's killing it and she's, I think she's in San Fran or something. Uh, and I think that state has the most, um, three star Michelin restaurants in America as well. Wait, was she not the first to get three stars? First female to get three stars. Ah, okay. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to, um, shout out to the females. I know, I know everyone thinks I'm misogynist, especially after my top fives, uh, on the weekend on the hundredth episode and how every top five was just filled with men. But shout out to her, and no, I did not do that intentionally. I thought that was a cool story. Um, but we'll just uh, we'll move on right now to a bit of sport. Markel Fultz, I've been talking about this guy for months because it's I'm absolutely flummoxed with this guy. He plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, he, he is a very talented guy and about a year ago he just his his jump shot just fell apart and he just started stinking it up. Um, so they they stopped starting him. Mm. He was playing less minutes. Uh, his confidence is all fucked up and he started like this season he started coming back a little bit and about a month two months ago it just all started falling to shit again now he's been probably in the last two weeks uh, I haven't really had the time to talk about him but he's been recently diagnosed with neurogenic thoracic outlets, outlet syndrome Jesus. which is a problem with your nervous system but I just don't know if I buy it it all seems mental to me. How did he, if it, he's, if this has been happening for 12 months, how did he just get better at the start of this season and then now he's shit again? Is it, is it cause he rested in the off season? The off season is usually pretty hard, trying to stay in shape. Mm. It just doesn't make, it just doesn't add up. And I think it's, I think it's mental. It's gotta be mental. I don't know if someone has, you know, empathized with him and said, fuck it, I'm just going to say you've got thoracic outlet syndrome. So then the, the fans will stay off your back. Yeah. And because everyone's shitting on him. Instagram's wild. And every time he shoots a free throw, he's been doing this one where he gets the ball, he bounces the ball and on his way up, usually you go, you just shoot like this, nice and easy. And he's going up with the ball and he's going like, Oh, and he's almost like falling over himself and he's just fucked and that was, just a, that was a bit of visual uh, visual stuff for the podcast so make sure you fucking subscribe to YouTube um now okay enough Markel Fultz Philadelphia you gotta trade him you gotta fucking trade him he's looking like an absolute bust I'm sorry to say that I'm not rooting against him I hope he gets it together but as a franchise Philadelphia you have got to get some value out of him while you can because it's not looking fucking good uh, I know if um, the GM of Philadelphia listens to this. Uh, what is his name? What is his 
fucking name. Elgin Baylor. Is that right? It's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um, <laughs> LeBron and Dwayne Wade had their final game on the same court today in LA. The Miami Heat played against the Lakers. Um, and, you know, they made a big deal out of it because they're supposedly best friends. And um, Why was it their last game? Is Wade finishing up? Wade's, this is Wade's last season. No. And uh, the only way they will play each other again is if Heat and uh, Lakers. Lakers make the finals. Not the playoffs, the finals. Oh, uh, okay. Because the Heat are in the East, so yeah. they will only... In the playoffs, you just play everyone in the East until you yeah, get to the yeah, top yeah. and play finals against whoever wins the West. And neither of them are going to make finals. Yeah, well, is it... Because Lakers has to get past... Golden, Golden State. State. Yeah. And Heat have to get by Toronto... Boston. The Heat's not the best, like, by no means one of the best teams in the East, mm. even though the East is fucking horse shit. <laughs> um, also, uh, the Bulls recently fired their head coach. Uh, another guy's stepped in and they still suck. And I say fire the next fucking guy because I'm not going to sit around and watch this fucking bullshit happen. They lost by 56 points. <laughs> 56 points at home the other day. I can't I can, I can even do that on 2K? I can't do that, and you've seen me play 2K. This fucking team had their biggest home loss in franchise history. Michael Michael Jordan is rolling over in his grave right now, and he's still alive. That's how fucked up that fucking result was. Anyway, I didn't even want to talk about the Bulls today because of this. I have a problem with the friendship between LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Ah. You can be friends. That's fine. <laughs> but I do not like all this chummy, fucking chum chum shit on court. Yeah. They had a little workout today before they played against each other. No! Mm. No! Game day, you can be my best friend. And if I'm playing against you, you can suck my fucking dick. I'm not texting you. I'm not saying good luck, man. How's the kids? Mm. I'm not working out with you. That's for fucking sure. Even at half, to, at half court... Start of the game. When I'm in layup lines and you're in layup lines, don't fucking try and dap me up, even if you're my best friend. Fuck you until the end of the game. Mm. I hate that shit. So like, the game's been and done? Yep. Who won? Lakers won by three, I think. Okay. Uh, and, fun fact, uh, in all of their head-to-head matchups over their career, they were both same draft class. So, mm. I think 15 years. Yeah. They've played against each other 31 times. Uh-huh. LeBron's won all of them. No. Oh. LeBron's won 16. And D-Way's D- won 15. Oh, shit. Today so was like a tiebreaker. Yeah. Fuck. How crazy wow. is that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, shit. Do, do, were they, but do they play on each other, do they? No. No. Okay. No. Um, but that's all me for sport. Do you have sport? No, I don't know. Well, I've got some fucking listen to this fuck shit. So, money making Mitch, uh, if you do the honors. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Now, this is absolutely outrageous and unacceptable. This woman, um, who was a... Captain Jack Sparrow impersonator. Yes, that that's not even the fuck shit. So think about think about what is about to come out of my mouth if that's not the fuck shit. Okay? This woman 
who was a Jack <laughs> Sparrow impersonator. So Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean. She impersonates him. Sorry for your ears, listeners. I've got these like little flies in here. I don't know why. Anyway, that's not even the fuck shit. She she married a a three hundred year old pirate ghost. Okay, this was a few years ago. I don't know how many years ago. So I saw her in the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But she's come out this week and claimed that her marriage is over. Um, she she's fallen out of love with this pirate ghost, this three hundred year old pirate ghost. <laughs> She has five children. What the fuck are they thinking? Mum's fucking lost Wait, it. Wait, real children? Real ones. Oh, God. Well, obviously not to Prior them. Prior to her second marriage uh, with the fucking 300-year-old pirate ghost, <laughs> lock her up. She's a danger to society. People that think this way are not safe. Get her the fuck out of here. She's not safe. That is some fuck shit. She doesn't quite have poor posture because she hasn't hurt anybody yet, but fuck. She's so close to having poor posture. And then... There was a headline today about Julia Roberts. Now, I don't know the full story here because it's all on source here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but I think the headline was trying to like, you know, ride her dick a little bit and say like that her roles, her roles are like, you know, getting better. Like, yeah, the more she, the more she does, the better she gets. Like a fine wine. Okay. Typo though. It was a typo in the fucking headline and it said, Julia Roberts holes get better with age. (laughs) Listen to that fuck shit. Classic. Her holes get better with age. What about you? Do you have any fuck shit? Yeah, I got a fuck shit. Um, uh, At a a prestigious Perth school, this is Western Australia, a a psychologist is currently in trial for slapping and throwing water on a child with autism. (laughs) 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 But it gets better. She was slapping him with his own hand. The autism kid was slapping the teacher with... No, the teacher was slapping the autistic child with his hand. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. Oh. <laughs> so, Dr. Agni Angel Kovoska... No. Angel Kovska. Agni Angel Kovska. Fuck. How'd that years bitch old. get a visa? No idea. 50 years old. Yeah, prestigious, uh, prestigious Perth school. <clears throat> Allegedly told other staff... He picked the wrong woman to mess with. That is comedy. Um, Twelve years old. Let me tell you this though. That's bo- that is that is probably poor posture. It could be. It could be. It's both. It is both. Um, what kind of vendetta do you have against a child with autism that you've got to tell other adults that they picked the wrong person to mess with? Um, get it. You know what? I'm no more foreign teachers. Clay 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently, um, apparently the kid found the psychologist necklace in the sensory room and the she thought that she was going to strangle... <laughs> the bastard was going to strangle me with it. Direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the mother's boy sobbed in the back of the car. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, and admitted she was disturbed by the conversation. So yeah, the kid was getting slapped with his own hand. And then... And I don't know why, that's probably enough, but then she decided to just throw a cup of water at him as well, just to really seal the deal. Like they were at a fucking bar and he like, he yeah. said, hey, nice tits. Yeah, yeah. Throws the water. No, nah, nah, that won't do. Money making Mitch, take us to that poor posture. 
Poor posture of the week. Now I've only got one poor posture here. Um, a yoga teacher has been hospitalized, and you know I hate to hear about yoga teachers being hospitalized. Um, you know they should be stretching. Mm. It's all they should be doing. Oh, 100%. Don't know how you can pull a muscle when all you do is stretch. I'll tell you how. By giving yourself a BJ. Oh my God. This guy mean? was sucking oh. his own dick. A yoga instructor was sucking his own slab and ended up being hospitalized. Now, now I don't know. I don't know what the injury was, but we've got it right here, people, and we're gonna fucking, we're gonna find out right it's now. It's gotta be some form of, like, spine, like, the stress on your spine. Just, like, I hope he's got some something. sort of broken vertebrae and, or, look at this, fuck, he's getting put on fucking Instagram. Um, Malibu, California, surprise, surprise that a yoga teacher from Malibu wants to suck his own dick. Um, a California yoga teacher who performed a fellatio... I've never heard of it like that. Performed a fellatio. I thought it was just performed fellatio. I think we've got more type, more headline typos. And we need better journalists. But that's unsourced. I could be wrong. But I don't know. And I'm just going to say that it's bad journalism. Yeah, well, he performed a fellatio on himself. I, I'm going to just go ahead and be racist right now and say that this journalist is Asian. He doesn't look Asian. No, the journalist. Oh, right. Right, be- right, right. Performed right. a fellatio. What's his name? Scroll up. Hassan. Oh, his name's Hassan, which, oh, you know, Middle East, some of those countries are actually classified as um, Asia. And I know this because today at work I was so bored that I was taking quizzes online (laughs) and I did a geography quiz. Oh, okay. (laughs) Busy day. Um, He was rushed to the Malibu Urgent Care Centre this week after doctors had to surgically remove his own penis from his throat. Oh, welcome to the party. It's episode 101, everybody. This guy is getting put up on Instagram sometime this week. Um, thanks for joining us. Make sure... How did it get stuck? Oh, well, he's 39 years old. He's practicing Tibetan form of tantric yoga at the time of the incident. He managed to co- contact 911 before eventually losing consciousness. Cause he's well, got... What was he doing? If his dick was in his mouth, what is he doing? Is he like... He was deep throating himself and he probably got a cramp and he had to stay down there for the rest of the yeah, evening okay. until someone had to surgically remove his cock from his own throat. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Make sure, everybody, you go to our Instagram page at Welcome to the Potty on Instagram uh, and you find uh, the video of me with sunglasses in black and white. I'm talking to the camera and you have an opportunity to win a $100 Visa gift card if you tag three of your friends and follow uh, the Instagram page. So all you got to do. Um, the draw will be this Friday, Adelaide time. And just fucking do it. Tell a friend to tell a friend because I know you guys aren't doing it. So fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Do you want me to stop the potty? Fucking do what I say. Okay. Um, happy hump day. Uh, and we're gonna go have a couple more beers. Bon voyage. Alright. As always, bong bong.